such an asshole. Cappy Dynamite got the flu. Um, Cappy is sick. I got a kind of a cold. Not a bad one, but um, I also woke up. And it's one of those days where you don't know what day it is because it was Christmas and Christmas Eve and then the day after Christmas, which is known as leftover day, which is just as gluttonous as the two days combined before. Um, and um, yeah, I'm not, I, but we got to get the work done over here at Asshole Consulting. I, professional asshole, world's only. Boy, really underwhelming today. I got to get my work done because the kind and gracious hosts who are hosting me, uh, the the lady of the household, uh, she has to, she got, got work to do. So this is a lengthy one. <clears throat> and this is in response to a, a Rule Zero episode we did about um, women's value system. Not women's value. That would, in, that would uh, talk about how society, an external externally conferred value system. What I was talking about is women's internal value system, or I guess more modernly, modern women's and Western value. How do they value themselves? How do they see value? What do they put forth and think that is valuable to society? Or how do they think they should be valued? Um, I, of course, make the philosophical point that value cannot be internally conferred. It can only be externally conferred. Because value implies an exchange, like, well, is, is, is the exchange of resources, namely time, worth spending with you? So value is not a printing press. It's not like, here's a print of value. Look how valuable I am. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. You need a, a foreign outside entity to decide to apply value to you. But that's not here. The, the, the topic we're talking about, we tried to square the, the circle or circle the square was um, women's completely not not all of course uh, but generally the trend towards having an insular self awarding value system as it relates to men not even society I mean yeah if you go to school and yes you that that is considering the labor market but when it comes to the the sexes and the romances uh, women. <laughs> go insular it's like wait a minute is it i could be wrong but is it there a counterparty <laughs> to a romantic uh relationship or a sexual one <clears throat> and of course where it's uh they've been convinced or they want to desperately believe whatever effectively they put forth when it comes to interacting with the opposite sex say well i'm valuable because i have a career to da, da, da. guys are much more simple much more pizza like dude Big old bitties, long hair, long legs, nice demeanor, thin. That's about it. And um, how there's basically a refusal. Uh, and we haven't talked about. I know, ladies. I know the guys aren't working. The guys are living at home. I know it's just as bad. But this is what we're talking. About. This is what the guys asking about. <clears throat> um. How the, how do you respond to someone who claims to want to negotiate a negotiating table and, and engage in transactions or commerce or production, but they absolutely do not consider the counterparty's uh, incentives and demands, preferences, needs, simple, like, well, I, I can't work on this unless you do this. Um, <clears throat> so that, that was the video summarized very succinctly abbreviated brand so you can link down below i also linked to the book of numbers so you can men can see the numbers to see how much interest that's and that's another thing about what that book 
kind of measures is what is the interest women have in men measured through various statistics, polling data and all that, like here. And that's all that was, was an economic actuarial study measuring supply and demand of both parties to engage in, in, in spending time with each other, essentially. <clears throat> it's pretty brutal. <laughs> ah, Cappy bringing the dark truth to everybody. Cappy is the rain cloud on everyone's parade. So here's the guy's question, and I, I remember going through it once, and I'm tired, so we'll kind of take this a bit at a time. Uh, dear Aaron Clary, I would like to request an email answer to the topic I have. In mind. Well, then did you want a video? You wrote very well. <clears throat> and then you, then you switch to video. Guys, don't do that. If you want email, say email. If you want video, say video. Don't, no, oh, I changed my mind. Because then it makes it, boy, did I, did I forget things? Am I getting old? Do I have the Alzheimer's? No, I'm just dealing with people. Um, <clears throat> I haven't mind, but if it's interesting enough for a semi-original video answer, then I do not mind. Okay, good. Thank you. Although I would not expect you to read all this in a video as one might seem, blah, blah, blah. All right. First, let me say thank you for your books. This helped me greatly. After reading them, I realized that I have been following your advice since I was 16 for the first time in my life. I could, genuinely, I could be genuinely confident about my future without guilt or shame because I'm taking my own path. Right. Here's the matter. <clears throat> in several of your books and videos, you make the claim that pe most people are lazy and worthless, mindless sheep. Yes. Furthermore, many of them, especially women and leftists, refuse to choose the right major, pick the right priorities, and generally make good decisions in life or, or don't make good decisions in life. Although most people are indeed lazy and often stupid, I have to disagree, especially in the last Rule Zero podcast where you discussed the modern women's value system. I think you all missed a really important point, even though the discussion was very educational. <coughs> See, this is how a normal, mature disagreement. Oh, I can't believe uh, more grifter. Uh, this is actually an For those of you Americans, he's not not originally an American. You could tell because he's taking a mature, uh, interesting approach. And I'm enjoying this. My disagreement. Talking to many women and men, especially in higher education, for many different majors, I noticed that none of them have any intention to work. I met many women with worthless majors, some of them with doctorates who can't wait to get a job at the university library where they spent the last 10 years if they do not find a husband. There were the number of people that never set foot outside of education, starting at five years old and then dying as a professor. I've also seen many wives of very rich diplomats from um, an area of the, of the world who had two or three master's degrees and they decided to enroll in another one, even though they have no intention to use any of those degrees and they do not even need to use them. Yeah, that's it's called agency and purpose. They they might be married to a relatively well-off individual. And they might even have kids, but the kids move on. And and this is not a criticism. This is true of everyone. And for those of you who are, you know, working hard and saving your money, you're going to run into this when you retire. You need something to do. And I think college could be generally just, I mean, I'm not even disagreeing with, it. I'm just trying to explain the phenomenon you're seeing here. And I think for a lot of people, globally speaking anyway, college is this quasi professional world. First of all, it's mostly all BS, unless you're like in physics or engineering or something real medicine. For the most part, it's where spoiled adult children go to play make-believe adult, like they're intellectual or they're smart and they're intelligent. And then, I mean, a perfect example of how far removed they actually are from the real world is in, you know, you look at actual academic, government, real world economists, 
oh, we'll print off more money. This time it's different. You know, like that, that just shows you when, when all of a sudden, you know, rubber meets the road, whatever they learned or taught themselves or brainwashed themselves with uh, doesn't, doesn't work in the real world. <clears throat> but that's not the main point of higher education for the most part. The main point of higher education, and I've, I've talked about this before in um, How Not to Become a Millennial, higher education is not an investment. It is a luxury good for the most vain and average intelligent among us. They want to imagine themselves intellectuals. They want to imagine themselves heroes. Like they're going to solve this social problem or that social problem, which will always be with us. You know, oh, we're going to, I mean, think how naive and stupid it is. We're going to solve something as amorphous as poverty. Okay. Um, which I don't know if anyone really cares about helping all poor people. Uh, we've spent literally around, oh, I'd have to add up the numbers, but oh, what over the past 50 years adjusted for GDP and growth, easily a hundred trillion on poor people in the United States. And we still got poor people. <clears throat> Matter of fact, it's worse. They're, they're defecating in the streets. Um, but, but you, you're well, not, not even you, but most people would say, well, they're going to school for, to better them and, and to get it. No, they're going to school because they're bored intellectual weaklings but they're egotists on top of it and they want to imagine themselves highfalutin intellectual people <clears throat> um so and i'm sure you're somewhat aware of that uh so let's continue on i have also seen many wives of rich diplomats from the middle east who had two to three master's degrees decide to roll in another one even though i have no intention to use any of these degrees and they do not even need to use them even the smartest most successful girls in engineering i know are you must be somewhere in academia i presume i know are willing to admit after a little bit of alcohol that they would like to find a husband stay at home and give up their careers well that's too bad the girls made their choices uh almost all women especially the feminine ones that i encountered are in a major or education for the sole reason of spending time socializing waiting for something to happen Somebody to come for them. You can see the same behavior in many women working off it. So I think we agree that basically for most people, I'd include men in this too, but because women are like banging the drum. We don't need you. I'm a career. <laughs> Can't find I want a pitter patter of little feet. <laughs> Sorry, lady. You fell for it. <clears throat> um, yes, they are biding their time, but I would, I would all to add to your understanding or add to your, theory model whatever you want to call it uh they are what, what else are you supposed to do like here's I, I just envy kids so much because they can be so entertained with everything because everything is new i got there's a little one little three-year-old he's the youngest of the of the army of nephews and nieces and we 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 were smart we went to the goodwill um got him three big trucks plastic toy trucks and i think i don't think i spent more than two bucks on each and then we got him a big old santa bag put them in. Oh, well, we need a bag. So we got the bag was in a, in a wrapped up bag. And you didn't realize how big it was like, ah, it should be big enough to hold it. And it, it turns out to be like a, like a huge leaf bag. Like when you all do the leaves, am I even in this room? Oh, hang on. Let me see. That camera. Nope. I'm still here. All right, good. There we go. <clears throat> get to that. All right. And so the kid, of course, liked the trucks, but the bag was so huge and so red. He loved the bag. And the bag, I don't know, I think the bag cost four bucks. Um, by the way, it's much more fun to make little three-year-olds happy than it is to try and impress a girl on a date. <laughs> just, it's a lot cheaper, too. Uh, the bag, oh, that was just as cool as the trucks. Um, but the reason why they enjoy life so much is because everything's new. 
Everything's awesome. As you get older and you're aware of your mortality, you got to think, well, what, what do I do in life? And I think college or higher education, it, in the past, you'd have children. In the past, you'd have religion. Now it's education because that's what they were. That's what the NPC robots were told to do. <clears throat> so I would also argue that their education or for the perpetual pursuit of higher end college degrees is a, a, a treatment for their existential crisis. That this is what I'm, and first thing you see on a dating profile of any woman under what 50 nowadays, I guess, is their degree in their profession, which no guy really cares, but it's an insular value. It's a religion. It's, it's personal to them. Um, so yeah, the, the, the ostensible or presumed or theoretical career that would follow after the education, it's completely irrelevant. And they're also aware of it. I mean, at least the ones who go into engineering offer some kind of value to society, but 80% of people, that's men and women, by the way, uh, just choose an easy slop degree. Oh, me and Carrie Lutz looked up that guy from Wall, uh, Occupy Wall Street who had his master's in fine arts and puppetry. Yeah, he's a loser, along with his loser friends working at some nonprofit co-op off of government tax dollars, I'm sure, about puppets. Like, dude, you're like in your 40s, man. <laughs> Come on. But that's easy, all right? But it's it's a it's a facade. This is more of a luxury good. I mean, you look at the price. It's more of a, a vanity and luxury good than a, a Lamborghini or Ferrari. <clears throat> um, but yeah, they all they all want to choose the which is why I accuse them of being intellectual weaklings because they're not going to do the hard stuff. They're not going to do. It. I mean, even I'd get a little bit for philosophy or economics, like a little bit of thought there, maybe a little bit of math. But no, most of these people, again, adult children make believing, LARPing as real life adults. But now they got belonging, at least that's what they like. Synthetic belonging, synthetic purpose. Don't worry, you didn't need no kids, you didn't need no family, you didn't need love. Here, a book on feminism. Wow, you could cuddle up to that at night. <laughs> um. Yeah, but you see, and then you get to the alcohol thing, and then they admit they're like, "Well, yeah, you know, that's when they, you know, that's the biology, that's the emotions, that's the humanity trying to get out of the robot shell that it's been, the robot prison it's been encapsulated in, the human in what is it? They call it the ghost in the machine. Could we call it the the human in the NPC? And deep down inside, there's a little girl who just wanted to get married and fall in love, but she's she's been put armored on with all this feminism and things and careerism and it's left socialism. I just want to no, shut up. Be a good little prison with inside your mental cage. <coughs> um, so let's continue on. Almost all, all, almost all the women, especially the feminine ones that I encountered, are in major in a major or education for the sole reason of spending time socializing, waiting for something to happen, something Somebody to come for them. Ladies, if you're tuning into this, please watch my video, No One Is Coming to Save You. You can see the same behavior in many women working in office jobs. Uh, with that in mind, let's take a step back. In the caveman times, women stayed back at the shelter? Shelter, you mean? Uh, doing some gathering, but mostly spending their time with other women and children, socializing, singing songs, waiting for the men to come back. I don't know they were waiting too much. I think there was there was chores to do. Uh, from the hunt and picked the one with the biggest catch in the agricultural society. The women stayed at home. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Doing communal work, making yarn fabric, 
They still played, stayed behind, socializing, telling folk stories, enjoying each other's company, waiting for the men to come back from the field. After the Industrial Revolution, the women stayed at home with the children, gossiping with the neighbors, going to the grocery store just to see. I, I, well, yeah, really, women gossip? No kidding. No kidding. Which is a survival mechanism. You need to know what was going on in the neighborhood. <clears throat> Meanwhile, men were like fighting wars and mammoth and saber-toothed tigers. You come back and you had to suss like, okay, what's really important? Oh, Tina's husband got her. That's not important. Bobby got arrested. Okay, I need to know that. Bobby's dad ain't raising him right. Okay, we got to look out for Bobby. Uh, going to the grocery store just to see other women, basically the same thing. Socializing, passing time, waiting for men to come back from the workplace. Even in rich and royal families, women stayed back at home having a lady's companion who was just another mildly educated woman who entertained them. The same thing, staying behind, socializing, passing time, and waiting for the men to do the work and come back. I I come a somewhat, I mean, yeah, a rich society, sure. But I mean, own a home, man. And, and own a home that isn't a, a duplex or a triplex. Like you actually have a home. Because I have a home. Man, and, and remove all the, the stuff I had to do because it's a new home. And like furnishing and all that. But just housekeeping. Housekeeping is a full-time job. Or you're near, that's not like, if you do it right. Now, most people let their homes go into disrepair and you pay a tradesman to come in and kind of maybe sort of fix it. Um, but but I'll slightly disagree with you that women weren't just lying around eating bonbons, whether it was a caveman days or uh, Victorian England um, <clears throat> until maybe the 60s, 70s, or 80s, maybe. Um, or you were particularly a rich society. But for the most part, uh, being a mother... Being a homekeeper, those those were full time jobs. You you won't gain weight. You won't like I was. I did. I barely went to the gym past ten months. I did not gain a pound. Why? Because I was running on around doing all this stuff. <clears throat> you vacuum my house. Go vacuum my house. That's like uh, like walking a mile and a half. Um, he doesn't do the housework. Did he just like climb a, a an electrical line to power the city that lost the down electrical line in a snowstorm? And he comes back and you're bitching about him not doing the dishes. Hey, I got an idea. It's called shut up. I love the 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 chores. I like that. That's a that's a burr in their saddle, man. Those girls hate it when men just don't do their fair share of chores. Oh, shut up. Like, of all the petty crap. Uh, but that's going away because ain't nobody getting married anymore. Ain't going to be anybody living with each other pretty soon. Uh, today we say the, see the exact same behavior acted out. Women are engaged in activities that are easy and fun, socially engaging, passing the time without any intention to make the, the difference. I will generally go with this theory. <clears throat> easy majors, tutti-frutti jobs, organizing meetings, volunteering for social. Yes, this is all 100% true. HR, diversity and inclusion, um, nonprofit, working at the church. It's all, especially when the kids are gone. And now that the kids are never there, either because you don't have them or you outsource them to daycare or the state. Yes, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Um Making action groups without accomplishing anything, even window shopping, chatting about nothing in coffee shops for hours, watching emotional TV programs are all the same. Make a noise for the sake of making noise, but accomplishing nothing, socializing, passing time, letting other people do the work and wait for the solution. And, and you know what? I've seen the if any intellectually honest woman who wants to salvage her life and make it count 
especially if you're an agnostic or not agnostic atheist and you don't believe in the afterlife or immortality. <clears throat> I've seen women go down the path of Oprah. Maybe that's another video. The path, where does the path of Oprah terminate? You, it terminates as an old, angry, bitter boomer woman who has lost all of her physical beauty, who e either has driven her husband, quite literally driven her husband away, either into an early grave or he just like left in some of the rarer cases, but certainly has tapped out mentally and is just enduring the penury of being married to, to a, a spinster angry woman um, who's driven. I've seen it, man. They drive all their family away because they are the focus. They are, they, and I think generally speaking, that's what Oprah, Oprah is, is, is solipsism and self-centeredness. Uh, they, they beat selflessness and love out of those who consume that material. <clears throat> and you're just a mean, bitter old woman that nobody likes, including your family members. And you're not happy, and you, you didn't have great sex, and there might have been a great guy or two or three that may have passed through your life, and you didn't care because you were all up your own ass. Um, but that's where it ends. And that's where this gossiping and all your TV shows and all your, your, uh, Hallmark channel. I'm not saying don't, don't get a little bit of dirt or gossip or don't have a little bit of fun. Well, I'll tell you, <clears throat> let me, I, I'm not nailing down anyone, but I hope they, I hope they tune in someday because I remember this couple very fondly, Mr. And Mrs. Martinez, they were in my dance class and, you, you just, one of the, one of the, one out of the thousands of couples I've seen where I'm like, wow, they, they, they're in love, man. They love each other. Here's a concept, ladies. So Mr. Martinez would lead and Mrs. Martinez would follow. And they were they best, best students in that class, easily some of my best students ever. And it's not that they were particularly gifted at dancing or rhythm. It's that they, they followed roles. Guy led, gal followed. They executed brilliant, and the, and he, Mr. Martinez, is just a handsome man. But but I think had a bashful, uh, wasn't arrogant, wasn't, but just a just a classy guy, just a classy guy. And his wife was very in shape, and you know, of course, for for uh, parent age people, Christ, they're probably my age uh, back then. Uh, and they had kids and she did her thing. And, but I'm going to bet at the center of her life was Mr. Martinez and they had a good time and I, I'm sure they're alive today. And he was a hard worker and he had a, I mean, not prestigious, but he had, he had a real job and it was each other. They put each other. There was no solipsism. There was no uh, uh, egotism. There were, was no self-centeredness. It was, I love this man. And this man was like, I love this woman. And um, <clears throat> that, <laughs> and that is the complete opposite of where you're going to end up if you swallow this feminist Oprah poison, essentially. I mean, it's like you take the poison and you're going to end up looking like uh, Mayor Lightfoot over in Chicago. Just this ugly, a truly ugly person physically, but I mean ugly on the inside, too. Or you'd be like Oprah, all the money in the world, but ain't no one married. I mean, God, I, how boring is Oprah's life right now? Does she have a little three-month-old or three-year-old thing children running around with big red bags? Probably not. Oh, but she got the champagne, though. She lives in a fancy condo in Chicago. Um, 
Chapit, yeah. And that, that life just sounds like a wasted life. Just pissing it away, gossiping. That just sounds so horrible. As worthless and damaging as it seems from the male and rational viewpoint, if you look at them long enough, you will notice that they are like pigs taking a bath in mud. They actually enjoy it. I I can't disagree with you there. Maybe they they do enjoy. Look, it's better than hard work. I mean, at least in the beginning, <clears throat> it's more fun to eat ice cream than it is uh, broccoli. But what happens in the long run? They actually enjoy it. Sure, I'll go with that. Right? For men, all these activities seem like a terrible waste of time and serve no purpose. I wouldn't say for all men. How many men are like I'm playing video games, living in an alternative world, and living at home and jerking off to prawn uh, and serve no purpose? <clears throat> but for the women, it serves the need for social interaction and passes time. I would say it also rewards the reward system in their brain, for lack of a better word, that has evolved over time. I'm the most accepted popular queen bee in the community. My survival is more guaranteed than Tina's. Until the right guy comes for them, even when in reality, the guy, that guy doesn't even exist. And let me read this again. For men, all these activities seem like a terrible waste of time and serve no purpose. But for women, it serves the need for social interaction and passes time until the right guy comes for them, even when in reality that guy doesn't even exist or no longer exists. There might have been a guy that would have come, but they that eh, that's another that's another video. We could call this what it is, the female survival strategy. Okay. I'm I'm with you there, and, and certainly they vote for government money and lower standards to disproportionately hire women. I, I could see that from survival, but I, I think there's an existential. This is, I would say, primarily um, for point and purpose. This is to give them a point and purpose and reason after they've uh, decided they don't want children. They say, no, I don't want children or a husband. I want this. I want whatever you want to call it. Sex is a city life careerism, <clears throat> politicsism, whatever. If we look through this lens, we can clearly see that everything that women do, including ruining their own life by majoring in the liberal arts or being overly compassionate and signing up for socialism is exactly what they are expected to do. They stay behind, do the easy job, expect other people to do the hard work. What's more, they let them compete in doing the hard work, wait for the best, then pick. Um, I... <sighs> Again, we're talking. Let's just limit it to the United States. So we're talking 150 million, 160 million women. I'm sure we're going to find all stripes of all people that, fi- that fit every kind of stereotype we might put forth. Uh, I would let me read this again. <clears throat> if we look through that this lens, we can clearly see that everything that women do, including ruining their own lives by majors, being overly compassionate, signing for socialism, is exactly what they are expected to do. I would not disagree that both men and women have a propensity or uh, a favoritism towards laziness and sloth because that's how we survived. Food was scarce. I cannot emphasize that simple observation I had. Um, So I can see that. I could also see over the eons being somewhat conditioned to be more gossipy and stay within the community and biding some time. I could go with a genetic, biologically evolutionized predisposition for that. <clears throat> uh, do the hard what's more they let them compete doing that and wait for the best and pick and i can see some yes generally and you can see i guess a little bit of remnant in that and maybe are uh, all women but uh i've also seen women who do the real work man they're out there so let's not discount them I hung out with two of them over christmas 
The first problem today is that there's no social pressure anymore that would make them act on the survival strategy and actually pick somebody and start a fulfilling life. Okay, so you're saying, okay, right. This was a normal strategy to buy time <coughs> until the right guy came along. You're saying that catalyst, that switch had to be there and increasingly so is no longer is there. I would argue that is correct. In part because women aren't looking for it, they're putting the, the thing so high. We could also argue the internet has made women's expectations completely irrational and tethered from reality. We could also argue the welfare state has obsoleted it. And if you look at polling data, if you want to believe it, now you say deep in the lurking in the hearts of women, they cry themselves to sleep. I, that could be it. I don't care. I look at polling data. I look at actions because that's all we can interact with <clears throat> in the real world. And generally speaking, though not always, most women have obviously chosen career, politics, education, or this life you describe over the final catalyst that that or and there's always the asterisk someday my prince will come i have talked to women in in researching for other projects that are coming down the road do you actually think this guy these guys yes and and this i was talking to a couple guys that i think are absolutely logical and empirical like yeah every girl thinks and, and they will not settle for anything less it's like okay well good luck <laughs> Good note to know. So I don't think um, deep in the hearts, yes, they're waiting for Prince Charming. Uh, but none of them are going to whatever, overcome the indoctrination, the hardwiring, or maybe all these good looking guys on the internet convince them that they can get a guy. <clears throat> so it keeps them off the market until it's too late. Um. Some, you know, if you, if you look at polling data, they, no, I don't want the switch. I don't want the catalyst. I don't need, okay, fine. Um. But whatever, we're here, and that's effectively is, is women are playing in this world where an increasing percentage of them, are, it's too late. The game's over. They've lost their physical youth and beauty, no matter how detestable you women might find that. You lost the number one thing that the counterparty would like, and that is physical youth and beauty, naming fertility. <clears throat> and and you, can, you can howl at the moon and take solace in Oprah books or whatever. Oh, I found media. Oh gosh. And then, and you want more evidence and empirical proof of that where what lurks in the hearts of, even though this isn't part, but to supplement the point I'm making. Um, I even know one, like woman was 60 years old and, uh, I know an agent in the field. She posted that on her social media. Look girls, we can do it. And this is not a leftist. This is definitely not a leftist. And I'm like, wow, that transcends politics. That transcends ideology. Like you girls, they do. They mostly want, I, I'm going to believe most women want to have kids. Because <clears throat> man, they love it when someone over 40, I mean, that makes the news. Aside, like when you're young, like, oh, well, that's interesting. A six-year-old woman had a kid. Oh my God, there's hope. <laughs> okay. Um, um, um. Great show. Great show, man. You got a great show. I don't wish it was coming. I regret it. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the part where she gets her master's degree. It doesn't matter what she gets her then. Mm. Right, there she goes. Yeah, all middle, Billy. Oh, God, that's going to make it worse. I think she got 150 from undergrad. Yeah, the, the apartment flat she had was really expensive. Mm-hmm. This is where she's selling her eggs. That, that, was, a, that, was, a, that was a real article from the Wall Street Journal. Masters in public health selling her eggs. <laughs> it's not funny because it's tragic. It's funny because this guy came in. We okay, lady. Oh, you selling the eggs, huh? 
<clears throat> yeah, it's empowering. Don't worry. They'll put enough chocolate syrup on that line. Like, I'm empowered. Ah. Feces Sunday. Um, uh, first problem today is that there's no social pressure anymore that would make them act on the survival strategy and actually pick somebody and start a fulfilling life. Okay, correct. Uh, <clears throat> the second problem is that men do not have to come for them anymore. Staying alone was a shame back in the day, but not anymore. All right, yeah, there is the stigma, for lack of a better word, spinsterhood is gone. If anything, it's celebrated. Uh, furthermore, many men see this and believe they can have an easy life and enjoy it as much as women do. Of course, they won't because they are not women, so they're unable to find fulfillment in these activities. Outstanding observation. I, I'll guarantee you, I'd, I'd say half, maybe 40%. Half the clients I get are men who thought a life of luxury and playing video games and eating chocolate and watching prawn uh, and being the nice guy, they thought that that was going to give them value. And I get all these guys, I'm depressed. I'm like, do you, and, and then you're like, do you have a job? No. <clears throat> well, you know, it's like if, if an F-16, you know, like the, the movie Cars, what if you had something called planes, you know, where you had sentient entities and you had the, the F-16 fighter plane and he's all sad and depressed. Why? Because he's flying cargo. You're not meant to fly cargo. You're meant to be a fighter plane. But my, my single mom plane told me that I would make a great cargo plane. And that's how I get the girls to F-16s. Meanwhile, the girl F-16s are looking at the F-22 Raptor guy and he's all, and he has his dad. His dad's an old F-4 fighter uh, fighter plane. F-4 fam got a beard. Let me tell you something, son. Because little old dad and his, his son. That'd make a great movie. Old Disney wouldn't go for it. Pixar. Um, yes, <clears throat> but that is an outstanding point. Now that men are trying to be what it doesn't work, it makes you depressed. Um, <clears throat> this is why women have no problem majoring in worthless fields, spending their life in a career that leads nowhere, even staying single above the age of 40, still experiencing the prince on the white horse, still expecting the prince on the white horse to come for him. And this is also why women are not attracted to soy boys and men who choose the easy life because the behavior of those men is inherently female. So I, I don't even know what we're disagreeing on, actually. So far, I, I generally agree with you on this. In short, if we expect women to major in useful fields, work hard and make a difference, then we might as well expect men to chit-chat all day long. Okay, you're not... Right, okay. I've been accused of being naive, if not harmful, in trying to get women into STEM. I, I've made the argument, well, what else are they supposed to do? Because here, And let me argue for the women's case just a little bit here. Obviously, in this predominantly male channel, we look at women, but uh, the men, women have the same lack of selection as, as men do. <clears throat> um, hang on, let me go back for some difference. The, the girls, they're not, there's not like all these guys that they can choose from either. So they got to figure out something to do with their time. I'm like, well, look, if you're going to go to college, please major in something worthwhile. Because I don't, shock, I don't really hate women. I don't. I want, I probably like them more than anyone. I please don't do this. Please don't ruin your finances. Please go into engineering. Please, please just work a regular job and live at home and save money. Please go into the military, get the GI Bill. So you got to, they have, unless there was an opportunity cause like there was like an opportunity for a real man to take care of them and give them good children and be a provider and satisfy them in the bed. Okay, fine. But there isn't, there are so few men like that. 
most of the men, and now admittedly, women voted for that. And they told me, what a sensitive man, touchy feely 90s. Oh, it's just be an ally. Okay. And then, then they're not interested in these soy boy millennial Gen Z types or Gen X types for that matter. Um, <clears throat> but it's not like, what are they supposed to do? Sit there and twiddle their thumbs? They have to go do something. And if you got a good skill that's going to drastically improve your finances, which would also make you a much better sought out woman uh, when, like, say, in your mid to late 20s. And a guy is like, no, I saw my old man. I saw my friend marry a girl with student loan debt. She went to Middlebury, has $200,000 in debt for a social justice degree. Oh, wait, you're an accountant and you own your own home? Whoa, hey, tell me more. And I know women don't like to hear that, but having good finances and a real career, a real profession, <clears throat> will certainly increase your chances of finding a quality guy when there might be some on the market. Uh, but I do catch Godford telling women to go into STEM. I just don't want them constantly coming up to me getting asked for a bailout. That's really my financial incentive. I mean, I do want them to do well, but it's more like, I don't want to bail you off for any more degrees. No. Um, browse social media and fish for likes when then find purpose and agency as a result. None of these are possible because they both go against the default survival strategy of men and women. Therefore, expecting women to act like rational beings and to do the right thing is a completely fruitless idea. I don't think it's completely fruitless because I've seen it. I can't, I can't deny what I've seen empirically in the real world. <clears throat> you know, one in five women do or, or engineers are women. I mean, so there's 20%. That, that's not a majority, but it's not like a fraction of a percent. There's some women. You know, what about nurses? What about accountants? To be perfectly honest, I think women make superior accountants because they always want to find mistakes. <laughs> that's what accounting is. They, they make better uh, editors and they make better accountants. I mean, the IRS should just be filled with women. They really should because they'll find every mistake possible and the whole world come grinding to a halt and no guy be like, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm um, so I, I, I don't believe it's a completely fruitless idea. I'm not defending women and also not trying to belittle them. Actually, the opposite. The more I talk to them, the more I see that they have Every ability they need to be successful, they are acting on a completely different idea about life. I agree, but I would also ask that you introduce the idea of laziness. People are going to always default towards, or at least be tugged that way. My entire minimalism, well, not my entire, but it, it, uh, one of the main principles and tenets I try to explain is that genetic hardwiring to be lazy. You know, it, you know, and, and we can critique women constructively here all we'd like, but uh, men are just as fat and they're just staying at home playing video games. We're all lazy. Uh, but they're acting a completely different idea about life. Despite all the feminism and strong independent BS, they are using a hundred thousand year old survival strategy, socializing, passing time and waiting for the right guy to come for them, enjoying wasting their life away. Uh, where do we go? Assuming they are able to realize that they are doing the wrong thing is completely wrong. I would, I, I'm always for the individual. I've seen that. No, that is not completely wrong. There are women who, everyone's an agent. I've seen it, man. Everyone's an agent. They just maybe choose to be an NPC, but everyone is an agent. Um, completely wrong. Oh, wait, where am I? Uh, assuming that they are able 
to realize that they're doing the wrong thing is completely wrong. Um, no, I think they can. And, oh, that was what I was going to say. You also have to look at the environment. We start brainwashing these kids at five years old, early if you send them to preschool, right? And then we continue brainwashing them effectively until they're dead, but especially women, especially women. Um, I mean, you, you think about that. They are brought up in an environment where they're told that what has kept the human race going, interaction with the opposite sex, is bad and they don't need it. I really sit and think about that. <clears throat> you have to be... The amount of brainwash you need to go against your biological imperative, which is why I think a lot of women are, are uh, uh, frustrated or, or tortured, actually, uh, emotionally. So, the, but look at it. I mean, you you got you got an entire country to think. Oh yeah, we should vote to increase our taxes and further enslave ourselves. That's good. <laughs> so, um, it's it's not completely. <clears throat> uh, Assuming they are able to realize that they are wrong, they are doing the wrong things completely wrong. Uh, not completely wrong, but I, I understand why they keep making the decision because that's what they're told from kindergarten on. And you soy boys aren't exactly, you did exactly what we were told. How many millennials should, by a show of hands, I, I did what I was told and it didn't happen. And now I'm angry. And now I vote for more socialist stuff because socialists put me here. That makes sense. Uh, being upset, angry, or surprised by the waste of the life of women and their cho- choices is completely fruitless. That I will 100% agree with. No reason. It, it, it Like I said, it, it's enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Doing the wrong thing is exactly what they want to do, and they always wanted to do, do it even before recorded history. It serves their needs for socialized. He's staying back, waiting for the right guy, even though they say something completely different because of external expectations. All right. <clears throat> of course, it does not make a lot of sense from the male viewpoint, but it is a problem of false expectations. If you expect them to act on logic and rationality, then you expect them to be men. They were not programmed by evolution to do so the same way men were not programmed to be attracted to the masculine women who are overly assertive, ambitious, and often argumentative because those women pursue the male survival strategy. I even make the claim that the role of marriage is not to find love or make financial sensible partnership. As many people believe those are romantic ideas formed by modern literature and media industry. If we understand that the major objective of women is socializing and the major role of men is to compete, then we see that. Well, I I would say here's some more evidence that this generally applies, not always, but generally um, is the uh, disparate meaning very different sex drives. Men compete for the gals. Gals, I mean, really, you look up, they could pretty much be completely indifferent about men. Unless you are a top-tier guy, in which case, then, then you know, you got the key, you fire up Voltron. Um, but for the most part, women are, are very meh about uh, men, whereas men are, like, all about women. Heck, I, that's all I answer questions about now is dating and women. Because <clears throat> that's the largest economic investment I guess men are going to make. Um then we see that a strong masculine man is doing what he needs to do regardless of the situation or the opinion of any woman. Uh, living this lifestyle and achieving as much as possible is exactly what women find attractive. It is exactly the opposite of what women do. Women are not going to pursue this lifestyle because that would go against their hardwired. Pro- well, then how would you explain now? Again, I don't agree with them, but how would you explain? Um, you know, I guess we got coming up on three generations of professional women. Um, they do, they do go, I mean, uh, what's her name? Um, 
Facebook gal, even though she came from an entire, a, a very pampered background and they had connections that she didn't earn that position. But there, you know, what about, um, a Megan? She was maybe still is the CEO of eBay. You know, what about Janet Yellen? You do see millions of women choosing the professional path and, and succeeding in it. Uh, Women are not going to pursue this lifestyle because that would go against their hardwired programming that could not be changed, even when their conscious mind is possessed by feminism, socialism, etc. Because of these, marriage is a charity where a productive man shares his resources with a person who is not capable of having the drive to, or motivation to contribute to the success of the tribe, country, husband, in a productive way. And maybe a very general sense I would agree with that. But again, I'm a libertarian. I'm all for the individual, and you gotta you got to judge each person. The woman in exchange has to do some easy work around the house and raise the children. I, again, I don't think it was that easy. I, I don't <laughs> go maintain a home. Of course, I assume you know all of this, but despite the useful message you put out with your book, videos and books, I think many of the conclusions are based on the false expectation that women can and want to be a productive part of society. All right, here, and, and again, the criticism is well-sustained, and I understand and I'm not trying to be slimy. It was like, well, not all women are like that, but no, not all women are like that. Um, but here, maybe this is another thing that would explain it or reconcile our slightly differing views. I'm very much a literalist and I'm very much for fairness and true justice. Now, since I was a little boy in the first F in grade, maybe kindergarten, it's quite some time ago. I've had nothing but women, including my mother, tell me that women are equal and they can do everything. And I kind of was like, no, I insist on you doing this. I insist on equality now. Because um, I'm, not, I'm not letting, like, what is it going to be, three generations now of gals just like, well, I mean, me, me, and going to LARP. And then, ah, just kidding. Well, we restructured all of society for this. We've increased massive amounts of taxes. We've create a welfare state. We've enslaved people to the, the tune of 40%. 30% of that doesn't even go to other people in the form of defense or anything like that. And now he, he just kidding, just joshing you. Nope. Now this is where I get a kick out of, and where I might be a little bit more on your side, where people were shocked at, at the time I was charging my girlfriend rent. You charge her rent. Damn right. I do. This is not the freedom show. This is no, 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 no. Cappy has bills. I do not provide free rent for people. Women are equal. We've all agreed on that. And by God, I'm on a, I'm not, not just going to shove equality up their ass. I'm going to go down to the tractor store, get a bulldozer and get a whole bunch of equality and shove it up their ass with a bulldozer. Um, and that's probably, uh, where uh, false expectation when you can to be a protective friend. No, no, they, and that, that's why I think maybe <clears throat> I'm, I'm understanding. I'm an empiricist. I look at as like, okay, there are women that don't fall into this men that don't fall into that. But as, as a society, we, there cannot be any denying that we have insisted that women are equal. And as a general policy, I am going to insist that. Your girls want to be equal? Go major in engineering. You want to close the wage gap? You know, like take them at their word. And, and they, we want to be men. Okay, I'm going to treat you like men. You're going to do your job. You're going to shut up. You're going to quit your bitching and whining and moaning. And you're going to work hard. And you're going to contribute. And you're going to produce. And you're going to pay for your stuff. <clears throat> so in that regard, I mean, you know, 
we could talk academics and all that, but no, I hold their feet to the fire. Even people I love and care about. <laughs> I won't mention, but can you? No, <laughs> no, get off your ass and do it yourself. Auto repair. That's another one. Oh, uh, I got a flat. Go fix it. What? what? Go on YouTube and go fix it. I am busy. What happens when I'm not around? No, 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 no. Here's my tool set. Here's YouTube. There, look up how to fix a car. And um, oh, I can't believe. Well, what do you want me to do, society? First, you want me to treat women as equals, and now, oh, let's go back to knightly knighthood and, uh, and chivalry. Oh, my lady, well, I take my jacket, put it in the mud, so she can walk. B.S. You said you didn't need me. I and I know the individuals, and I do nice things individually for individual women. <clears throat> but when it when we've made it a national policy, women are men. Fine, we got we got to operate by that. And so that's why it's not even necessarily an expectation. It's more like you said X. By God, I'm going to hold you up to X. But but see, but. I like it. Well, I'm kind of traditional in that way. What translation? When it comes to the hard stuff, now I'm a traditionalist. When it comes to a day, you ask pays. Whatever mental acrobatics you girls have to get out of the responsibility f- side of the uh, equality formula. <clears throat> and they're out there, man. They're out there across the political landscape. Doesn't matter. Um, and what she has to do about below. Of course, I assume you all know this, despite men. I think many of the conclusions are based on the false expectations that women can and want to be productive. Marvisite, I would argue, I don't care. They said so. They said they want to be. Now I'm going to treat them like that. They have the ability, but they never had to, and they were not programmed to do so. Making a difference would not serve any purpose in their life because their goal is to socialize. No, I, I, maybe it may, may not make them happy, but it would make a difference in their life. If they became engineers, doctors, one, they close the wage gap. Two, their finances would be better. And that's imminently practical, male or female, to have good finances because then you're in a better position. And then the girls can say, oh, I, I know I'm not a financial liability. I'm sorry it's so uh, ana- analytical or cold callous analysis but that it would make a difference i'm and i'm not even trying to provide oh well maybe it would or i could see no uh, tell me this would you like a girl with a quarter million dollars in student loan debt and a degree in puppetry or would you like a girl with two hundred thousand dollars in investments and, and assets and uh, a degree in accounting which one would you like and that would help them and it would also ease their find their mental stress like, look, I know finances is boring and it's kind of like the the dark matter of the universe, but it needs to be factored in. If you got your finances together, all other aspects of your life get better. And that's like the, the minimum thing I can offer women is like, look, okay, I know there aren't a lot of guys and I know career, blah, blah, blah. But if you're going to spend that much time and money at school, can you please go into something worthwhile? And can you please go have a real job so that th- you don't have to worry about money? Then you and you, you girls got enough problems coming your way. Got enough problems. You could take money off of the table of one. You know, there's three, four gorillas in the room. You're going to have to battle. And, and if a girl wants to pay me a gob sum of money, I'll tell you about it. But one of them, I'll tell you for free, is finances. Get rid of that gorilla. 
So you're not you're going to have your entire life is going to be wasted wrestling with the three remaining ones. <clears throat> um, making a difference will not serve a purpose in life because their goal is to socialize. Yeah, I don't think it would necessarily make them happier. Uh, their goal is to socialize, pass time, enjoy the company of other women. I think that is. I think that would be their cruising speed. That, but when it comes to existence and point and purpose, they will need a husband. They will need children. Um, they will need love from another. They will need external value conferred into them, conferred upon them. <clears throat> and I think they, they for other reasons, are removed from that. That's not going to happen. Um, completely different from the male survival strategy, and it is not a wonder that it seems like a train wreck from the viewpoint of a productive man. Well, it is also a train wreck from the viewpoint of women. Like They'll never admit it because at the end, what do you have except for your ego and pride to say, I did it right. I I didn't need no man. Like I said, go find those Oprah women. Go find them. They all follow what Oprah said in the 80s and 90s. Shoulder pads. I would like to hear your thoughts about this matter, but if I just contributed somehow to your next book, that's fine as well. P.S. English is not my mother language. If something is not clear, please let me know. No, man, you wrote brilliantly, and you used paragraphs. Thank you. We'll keep you anonymous. So there we go. Yeah, so, okay, I think we answered that. I, I don't disagree with your general premise. I just uh, think that you should give more uh, thought about having an individualist perspective because you judge by the individual, not the person. I mean, you can make policy like or, um, have a praxeology uh, if-then response structure, strategy. Um, also, when you're generally approaching women, um, yes, you can, you can, but I, I, I really want to argue for the person to not forget the individual because it is unfair to the individual. You might miss out on a really great gal. You might find a gal who's a conservative, you know, CPA who works hard and has her financial act together. <laughs> oh, people say I'm funny, but that was, that was really funny. But the irony, the sad to tragedy is it's so rare. But what if you found one, you know? I'm not, I'm not saying change your life around it but or, or expect it, but that's it. All right, <clears throat> let us go to the Super Chats if there are any. Oh, that that light go up? Oh, the sun kind of came out. 916. Uh, I gotta scroll up. Just bear with me here, guys. Let's go to the super chats, the super chats, the super chats. Let's go to the super chats and have ourselves some treats. Let's all go to the strip club, the strip club, the strip club. Let's go to the strip club and look at Kind of trashy women. All right, Adriano Ramos, a Mauritian Australian agent. Hey, where have you been, Adriano? You you running around for Christmas? Uh, five Australian dollars. What's your favorite Western film, Cappy? Mine is Robert Robert Mitchum, The Wonderful Country, where he wears a big sombrero. Mitchum in a sombrero? I, he was always kind of a... Uh, my favorite would probably be A Fistful of Dynamite, which is also called Duck You Sucker. Um, it's a spaghetti Western. Uh, but the good, the bad, and the ugly is is a very close, very close second. I know a lot of people like uh, Once Upon a Time in the West, but I'm not that big of a fan. Uh, J to the own. Uh, this guy again, five bucks, 140 plus watching. Hit the like button. Yeah, if you guys want to subscribe, please do. We'll get to 100,000, and then nothing really happens. But I can say, hey, I got to 100,000. 
Um, and then, yeah, if you guys are interested in a book, I guess to, uh, for the client as well as anyone tuning in, you, from an intellectual standpoint, I think men are more numbers-based. Please go to get the book, The Book of Numbers. There's also the Better Bachelor Edition. Joker wrote an intro, so if you want to go get that one, you can too. You can find it on Amazon. But And I would recommend getting the physical book so you can reference it, get the pages in the book and the numbers. The statistics will, will fill this in and answer a lot of questions and, and kind of end debates. Like, well, no, here's the data, and, and then we can move and progress on, and then you spend less mental energy and time trying to figure out something like, no, there's the data. And you end up coming with a, a much better practical model or tool by which to engage. Uh, and, and women would tremendously benefit from reading that book too. But And again, a, a, to tip my hat to the general thesis, uh, again, in, a, in an imminently practical sense, I don't write books for women. Aaron, why don't you write books for women? Because they're not going to listen to the advice. Generally, some of them will, yes, but but not enough to make it a profitable endeavor. I mean, here's how bad it is. I thought it was a higher profit or a higher, better use of my time writing the black man's guide out of poverty because I knew there'd be a receptive audience. Why did I know that? Because I had a, a lot and still do to this day, a lot of uh, young black men among Latinos and other disadvantaged groups asking me for advice. And then when enough of the questions are the same, it's like, well, I'll, I'll just make a book that'll kind of universally answer most people's questions I, I could write a book for women, but I, honestly, it'd be a waste of time. Women are not going to listen to a truth book anyway. I'm going to write me an Oprah book. And then girls are going to give me lots of, I mean, look, look at, look at, what is it, Fifty Shades of Grey or any book that Oprah wrote? I, I, <laughs> I'm aware of your sentiments, sir. I just, I just, uh, maybe I'm too idealistic. Maybe I've seen, maybe I have too many good women in my life where I'm like, well, no, I, I can't. I know Amy. You can't. You can't say that about Amy. Uh, forum, five Canadian bucks. There's nothing worse than people that go all NPC after completing an obvious negative action. Even worse when the action takes effort. Broth for real. Yeah, that's um, the rationalizing sunk fallacy costs, ego investment costs. Um, SB the nurse, ten bucks. How old were you when you got? Red pill aware. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there was a day or a specific time. A lot of things were. It was in the analog days, you know. Me and Rollo. This is when Rollo was young and pretty, and I was very young. Um, and uh, it was in stages. I think one time I got red pill aware was I dated a gal for a year, if you can even call it that, back in college, and she wouldn't have sex and. I, I had more pressing matters, literally more pressing matters like food, clothing, and shelter. And then I I just had enough of girls, especially the flaking. That was another thing. But with this, like, oh, well, like it's in middle school. And from there on out, I told everyone, like, no, we're not. If we're not having sex, don't even bother wasting. No, I got, I got, I have to eat. I'm not. I don't have time to go out on a Friday night when I could be working a shift or studying for you to for me not to have sex. No, it's not going to happen. Um, and then when I was more brutish, uh, brutally honest about that, I, I did at least get more respect, some better results. Um, and then also when I realized, and this is where I lost a lot of respect and then it affected my opinion on women <clears throat> is where the rule of 50, 50, 25, where I just keep getting stood up like 70% of the time. So most women, 70% will say yes to a date, but 70% of that 70% will not show up to the date. And so, as I've talked about before, I would double book dates, uh, which usually was a good policy. 
uh, because invariably one would cancel. And I know that seems like a good strategy, but also think about how uh, condemning or sad state. I don't believe women when they talk. I don't believe them. And what's sad is you are vindicated. Uh, now, of course, that doesn't play out in the corporate world or a, or a um, asexual capacity. Like when you're working with them, you obviously show up for work. And But when it comes to romance or dating, which is of, of interest to men, uh, if women were curious about it. Um, yeah, men don't believe you. <laughs> if they're smart, they don't believe, then they're right. They're proven right. Um, I, I don't know. Seeing a bunch of people get divorced. I mean, I guess that could go back to the eighties. Like when I saw my folks get divorced, I'm like, screw this. Um, but it wasn't probably, I would say where it really woke up. I was 27. I was teaching a class and there were some gals I wanted to bang in my class and you had to wait till they graduated. And this was college, by the way, not high school, college wasn't a real school anyway. It was unaccredited and it went bankrupt. So everyone can have a cup of SDF up. <clears throat> um, and I saw how quickly they turned on me uh, when I handed out like C's, D's and F's because they just didn't do the work. And then I'm like, wait, the reason I like them is because they're pretty. And then I realized because this is a low grade unaccredited school, they were trash. That also coincided with the girl that I was dating that was just kind of trailer trash. And I realized, oh yeah, this girl isn't, this isn't marriage material, but she had nice, nice tig old biddies, nice biddies. Ooh, nice biddies. And um, then, yeah, she kind of just all of a sudden got up and left and, and just over time, you're like, you, 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 here it is. Like you don't take women at the word. You don't listen to them. You don't believe them. And sadly, you're vindicated. And so when the, the bad thing happened, the other shoe dropped or whatever, invariably came to be, you weren't you weren't hurt or harmed. You just like, yeah, okay, that's the way that one went. And so, um, and I don't know if you guys know Vince over at Masculine Geek, but he, he, he had, the ultimate culmination now is like, I'm not going to be married. You're not going to live with me. I'm only interested in you sexually. And if you talk too much, you get the hell out of here. And that's where that train ends. Wondering where that goes, where it's like, and sadly, then you girls really are relegated to an object because how do you, an, an object, if you could predict behavior, that's a robot, that's an NPC. And that's sad and tragic, which I would also then argue to the client that this is an, any, any girls listening, that if you want to stand out and you want to impress, then go be different. Prove you're an agent. Honor your word. If guy asks you out, don't really go on, go out say no. Don't string them along. Um. But I'd say 27 was kind of maybe the final incarnation. <clears throat> was I 27? I think it was 28. Um, yeah, that was it. We caught up. Scroll up, make sure I'm not missing any more. I'll turn this into a podcast because obviously with Christmas, I haven't had time to podcast. Michael. Two euros. See, oh, is that is that uh, nose fun? Is that fun nose stuff? Fun nose stuff. Forum. <clears throat> Two Canadian bucks. Why is the electrical outlet at your neck level? Because I'm sitting down, so this shoots the the. Otherwise, the camera's got to go on the bed. This is all like this is. It's for stability. That's why. That's why I'm sitting down here. 
Uh, Adriano Ronas, two bucks. I had to take a break from the red pills. Yeah, it, it's depressing. Imagine being the guy that's got to sift through it for everyone. I don't know how Rolo does it. Like, he's all excited and energetic about it. I'm like, man, I've... <laughs> Man, I, I, I could be done. <laughs> I could take a week off. All right, there we go. Okay, questions, answers, asshole consulting. I'll see you guys later. Toodles.